Um, good morning, everyone, and welcome to worship at Hillhead this Pentecost Sunday. It is lovely to see so many people wearing flame colours, reds and yellows and uh, uh, oranges. Um, I don't own any red clothes, so I had a, an orange top and yellow shoes on. Unfortunately, I um, got a blister on my way here, so you'll get to see my orange socks, which I like to think is commitment to Pentecost. <laughs> Uh, today we will hear many voices, some on site and others online, including Sylvia leading the Lord's Prayer, Elham and Will reading scripture, and Nancy leading our prayers for others. Our musicians on the recordings this morning are Paul and Yang Yang. Shortly, Rachel will be lighting our candle. So we've finally reached it. Today is the last day to return consent forms to update our contact information and to help create a new church directory. We plan to have the new directory available within the next week or so. And if you haven't returned your forms, this is your last chance to do so. You have been warned. Uh, our Christian Aid week total stands at just shy of £1,000, not including gift aid. The Just Giving Kid page will close this week so if you still plan to donate please do that as soon as possible. Just to let you know that Weems Properties have been in contact to let us know that they um, intend to move forward with their plans to redevelop our former premises and a community consultation will be held during the month of June. Um, we're grateful to Weems they were keen that we should be made aware of that as a church before they made a public announcement about this. In family news, um, Tamara and Hannah have been in touch this morning to let us know that Hannah's father died peacefully overnight. Um, we continue to remember them and their families in prayer at this sad time. We were also sorry to hear this morning that our for former church officer, Malcolm Wright, died yesterday. We keep his daughter, Wendy, and all the family in our prayers. Um, Alan still has yet to move to David Cargill House, um, but... Uh, We'll let you know whenever we, we hear that he has moved, just for visiting purposes. Um, our Sunday morning worship next week will be led by Katrina and is a service for Trinity Sunday. Uh, hot off the press, next Sunday evening, we are invited to join our friends from other West End churches for an evening of music, cake and reflections at 7pm in the upper room at the Carlos Pub on Bars Road. More details will be shared just as soon as we have them. <laughs> um, a bit of a last minute thing. And another reminder um, that uh, we're planning to have a picnic if you fancy it after church um, in the Botanic Gardens. Just grab some food and come along. Um, it's now time for Rachel to light our candle. As we gather together, let us join together to become the body of Christ. Christ is the light that lights our way. May we glimpse Christ's light this day.
For those who are on site, you should have a pot of bubble mix on your chair. For those who are online, you may have chosen to buy some, and if you have, that's great. If you haven't, that is also great. And I'm just going to invite you to enjoy the bubbles for a, a minute or two, to open up the tub, to blow some bubbles, and just enjoy. I'm just going to go and grab one, because I don't have one. To think how it feels to blow bubbles. Hopefully it makes you feel reasonably happy. Um, there's certainly lots of laughter moving around in, in here. They're beautiful. They're fleeting. They don't last very long, but they bring a lot of pleasure to a lot of people. And hopefully those online can catch something of the, the bubbles that are blowing around in the air at this end. And the invitation is to allow those bubbles to become our prayers. We don't have to speak anything out loud, but to think, what would I like to say thank you to God for? What would I like to be grateful for or happy about? And allow those bubbles to carry the prayers. We just have cold, slightly slimy soap solution. And yet, as it is blown through the, the circular or lozenge-shaped wand, it becomes full of life. It becomes a bubble. It becomes something that we can offer to God as a prayer. God, whose spirit is like air blown into soap solution, bringing life and laughter joy and hope, accept our praises, which we offer in the name of Jesus. Amen. Good morning, everyone. I'm going to say the Lord's Prayer in Spanish, and all of you are invited to join in the language that you are comfortable with. Padre nuestro que estás en los cielos, santificado sea su nombre hágase su voluntad tanto en el cielo como en la tierra perdone nuestros pecados como nosotros perdonamos a nuestros pecadores denos el pan de cada día no nos dejes caer en la tentación mas líbranos de todo mal amén Thank you. 
So a poem from My Childhood by Christina Rossetti. Who has seen the wind? Neither I nor you. But when the leaves hang trembling, the wind is passing through. Who has seen the wind? Neither you nor I. But when the trees bow down their heads, the wind is passing by. can't see the wind. We can see the effects of the wind. When I was at primary school, we had to learn the Beaufort wind scale. I don't know if anybody still gets taught that nowadays or whether that's all kind of went out um, along with learning all dates of kings and queens and stuff. But you could work out the force of the wind by what you could observe, whether it was just leaves that were moving or twigs or, or trees, whether it was easy to walk in the wind or difficult to work in the, wine, in the wind. And the Holy Spirit is sometimes compared to the wind, something that is completely invisible. You can't see the Holy Spirit. You can't control the Holy Spirit. But you can see the effects of God's Holy Spirit. Had we had some small people here, I would have invited them to um, make their own pinwheels. We don't have many small people. We have a couple of smaller people, but I do have some pinwheels. So if anybody fancies making one that they can then take home, just come and get the bits from me at the front and, and do so as we sing together our next song, Spirit of God, Unseen as the Wind.
Old Testament reading is from 1 Kings, chapter 19, beginning at verse 11. The Lord said to Elijah, Go stand in front of me on the mountain. I, the Lord, will pass you by. Pass by you, excuse me. Then a very strong wind blew. The wind caused the mountains to break apart. It broke large rocks in front of the Lord. But that wind was not the Lord. After the wind, there was an earthquake. But that earthquake was not the Lord. After the earthquake, there was a fire. But that fire was not the Lord. After the fire, there was a quiet, gentle voice. When Elijah heard the voice, he used his coat to cover his face and went to the entrance to the cave and stood there. Then a voice said to him, Elijah, why are you here? Elijah said, Lord God, all-powerful, I have always served you the best that I can, but the Israelites broke their agreement with you. They destroyed your altars and killed your prophets. I am the only prophet left alive, and now they are trying to kill me. The Lord said, go back. Take the road that leads to the desert around Damascus. Go into Damascus and anoint Hazael as king over Aram. Acts chapter 2 from 1st to 8th. When the day of Pentecost came, the disciples, also called apostles, were all together in one place. Suddenly a noise came from heaven. It sounded like a strong wind blowing. The noise filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw something that looked like flames of fire. The flames were separated and stood over each person there. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak different languages. The Holy Spirit was giving them the power to do this. There were some godly Jews in Jerusalem and this, at, uh, at this time, they were from every country in the world. A large crowd came together because they heard the noise. They were surprised because as the apostles were speaking, everyone heard in their own language. They were all amazed at this. They did not understand how the apostles could do this. They said, look, these men we hear speaking are all from Galilee, but we hear them in our own languages. How is this possible? We are from so many different places.
So as we reflect together today, I'm not going to be preaching a 20-minute sermon. Um, I'm not even going to be preaching a 10-minute sermon, although I will be sharing some thoughts towards the end of our time together. And I'm conscious um, some people find sitting and just listening not the easiest. So if anybody would like to do something active at the back of the room, we have got some scrape art crosses. So feel free at any point to go and, and have a play with those. Last week, we were reminded that God's spirit is for everyone. That was what the prophet Joel said, that everybody has gifts and skills to share. That's what we looked at from 1 Corinthians 12. And today, as it's Pentecost Sunday, we're invited to celebrate this truth, but also to ponder what this mystery just might mean. And it's not easy. So I'm going to start off with something slightly daft because, well, why not? I'm going to show you a picture on the screen of a whole load of snowmen. But somewhere in there is a panda. So I'm just going to give you, you might spot it straight away, you might not spot it, but I'm just going to give you a minute or so to see if you can find the panda. Sheila's found it, yeah? yeah. Good. Yeah. Who, who's found the panda? Quite a few people, but not everybody. Give you a few more seconds just in case. Once you see it, you can't unsee it again, can you? So, so anyone want to call out roughly where the panda is? Middle right. Middle right. <laughs> okay. So once you see the panda, you see the panda, I made the snowman. So let's have a whole page full of pandas. And somewhere in amongst the pandas, there's a dog. Sheila's got it. Sheila's obviously the expert on this. Give them a bit longer, Sheila. They're not as quick, some perhaps not as quick, or some perhaps not as um, quick to, to be able to feel ready to share. Quite a few puzzled looking faces. I can't see the online faces, so I've no idea what they look like, but that's fine. Um, okay, Sheila, do you want to say where it is? Yeah, it's, it's the shape of the eyes, isn't it, that gives it away. Just very little differences from anything else. So why am I choosing to give you weird pictures with uh, spot the odd one out kind of thing? Well, I think it's because the details are often quite little. It's often quite difficult to discern. Is this just how things are, or is this something different? And I'd like us to think about our two Bible stories that we heard, because they're very different. Where does Elijah discover God's presence? Not in the fire, and not in the wind, or the shaking earth, but in the quietness or the silence 
that follows. But what about the disciples? Where do they discover God's presence? Not in the patient, quiet waiting, but in the flames and the wind and the noise. So it's all a conundrum, isn't it? How can both of these things be true? How can God's spirit both be quiet and loud? Present in stillness and present in the wind. Present in fire and present in water. What I'm going to do is invite you, wherever you are, to have a little chat to those around you for about five minutes. Just anything, anything that strikes you about these readings we've heard. Anything you want to play around with about the Holy Spirit. Perhaps there are other images or metaphors you find more helpful. Perhaps it's just all confusing, whatever it is. If you are online, you will suddenly find yourself plonked into a breakout room. But if you're on site, you're invited to turn to who you are. If, and wherever you are, if that's not for you, that's absolutely fine. Just spend those five minutes just um, quietly reflecting yourself on the stories we've heard or any thoughts around God's Holy Spirit. Okay, can we just wind those conversations up? It's been lovely to hear the buzz of conversation and also that people felt able to just sit back quietly if, if they preferred to do that. Um, I'm not needing anybody to share anything, so please don't feel you've got to report back. But if anybody just thought, do you know what, actually, that was a really interesting thought that we had in our, our group. Um, you're welcome to do so, but there's absolutely no pressure either. If you want to just keep that private to your groups, that's absolutely fine. So then just a few thoughts from me um, to round up our thoughts today, linked really around the themes of wind and breath, which have been kind of the ones that have emerged through the readings we've had today. The Hebrew word ruach is often translated as wind. But as far as I'm aware there is no immediate sense of whether this is like a gentle breeze on a summer's day or that slightly stronger breeze that will be good for flying a kite or drying your laundry, whether it's the kind of wind that would fill the sails of a yacht or the destructive power of a hurricane or a tornado. Now, Better biblical scholars than me will perhaps say, actually, yes, you can discern that, but I, I'm not aware that you can. And I think what it reminds me of is that actually we can't control the wind. We can't tell it how strong to be or, or how gentle to be. We can employ the wind for peaceful and helpful purposes, Historically, and in some parts of the world still, windmills are used to, to grind flour. 
Wind turbines can be used to generate electricity. And in, certainly in the last 10, 20 years, I've noticed an increase in the number of road signs and things are powered. The, the lighting for them is powered by a little mini wind turbine. So we can employ the wind. We can um, delight in the wind as we fly kites. Um, Holly, I think it was you that was telling me about kite flying or telling somebody about kite flying recently. And it was just full of joy and, and, and laughter and fun. Um, some people like to sail or paraglide. It's useful to have the wind to dry our towels or our sheets and there's nothing like the smell is there of fresh air-dried laundry. If God's spirit is given to everybody and if God's spirit can be likened to the wind, then we are interested to employ that potential wisely and well and also the risk that we might mistake how we use it. The risk that we could mistake a dog for a panda or a panda for a snowman or that we could hopefully unwittingly unleash a tornado of destruction rather than a wind of life. As the scripture says, we need to be as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves. So the Holy Spirit has like wind, as like ruach. And then there's a Greek word, uh, penuma. I don't know why in Greek you say the P and in other languages you don't, but hey-ho. And that has the same etymological root as pneumatic or even pneumonia. The penu bit is the breath bit. The Spirit of God is nothing more and nothing less than God's breath, which we can inhale and exhale. The Genesis creation account, which is one of the readings offered for Trinity Sunday, reminds us of God breathing life into creation. The word inspire has its origins in words for breathing. We inspire, we breathe in. There is a song that I learned many, many years ago, and I can't imagine it ever finding its way into the repertoire of Hillhead Baptist Church, but hey, who knows? Stranger things have happened. But it says this. This is the air I breathe, your holy presence living in me. And I think that, expresses the idea of the Holy Spirit as breath quite well. The Holy Spirit is as natural as breathing in and breathing out. It's not something to be scared about. It is just the life of God within us. It's nothing to be think of as magical or mystical, although it's still a conundrum. It will always be in a conundrum. But perhaps it's just a thing. So I'm going to suggest that we join together in confidence and, and without any fear or unease as we sing, Breathe on me, breath of God.
now we come with our prayers for others and for each other. Let's all pray together. Almighty and loving God, we gather together today remembering that first Pentecost when your spirit was given to your followers, renewing their faith and transforming their lives. We pray that as you came then, so you will come to us again, whether in power like wind and fire, releasing unimagined potential, imparting unexpected gifts, cultivating undreamed of fruits, or whether in quietness, like a dove, or a breath, or a soft whisper, coaxing us to new initiatives, nurturing confidence, and deepening our faith. May our minds be open to new horizons and new experiences as we look to the future and give us the gifts we need to work out your purpose where you have placed us. This week in our church prayer diary, we remember the trustees and office bearers, thanking you for all that they do on our behalf and trusting them to your guidance and care in these demanding days. We think of Adi, Moji, Esther and Shay, Elham, Ali, Benjamin and Bardia, Nasi, Nikan and Nikyar, Leslie and Alistair, Marit, Tom and Arthur, Ian, Elizabeth and Joanna, Christian and Alan. We thank you for the diversity of ages and communities they represent, and we pray that each one may know your presence with them and how valued they are in our church family. With the Baptist Union of Scotland, we pray for Ellen Baptist Church, for Erin Ralph, the training hub and national team assistant, for Erskine Baptist Church, and for the European Baptist Federation. May your spirit enable them to serve in ways that honour you. BMS focuses on the role of the many volunteers who serve in different ways, some abroad supporting mission workers, church planting in India, legal work in Uganda, and those serving in the UK as birthday scheme coordinators or as BMS reps. May they know your blessing as they give of their time and energy so generously. Transforming God, by your spirit you changed the lives of the apostles and of countless people through history, just as you are changing our lives in turn. Come now and change our world in all its need, so that it may enjoy hope and peace, healing and harmony, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
just be for the blessing, um, a reminder, please, to managers to quickly grab a cup of tea. And there is a short managers meeting immediately after the service. Uh, for those who are picnicking, don't rush away. Have your cup of tea, have a chat, because I'm planning to come to the picnic after the meeting. So um, if I, I'll be really sad if I arrive and you've all eaten and gone. And if you're wanting to picnic and you don't have food, trust me, the feeding the 5,000 was actually a church picnic. I'm sure they all had plenty in their pockets, just as we do. And for those online, thank you for joining us and you will get a breakout room for some normal chat. May the gentle breath of God's spirit refresh and renew us in faith and in hope. May the living wind of God's spirit empower and encourage us for life and for service. And may the comfort and companionship of God's spirit enfold us now and always. Amen.